better or worse? Oh, it's fantastic, actually. Wow. Yeah, it was the depth. That's that's what I touched. The Johnny depth? Yeah, I think I went to do something funny last time. That's what it was. And I wanted to be like, whoa, or something <laughs> like that. I haven't done that in a while. I tried to look, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you hear it now? Yeah, it's it doesn't ever work like you think it is. It just ruins everything. You don't hear it on your side, huh? Exactly. That's crazy. It's too bad. It's really too bad. Yeah. Someday I'll we'll hear it tomorrow. Someday we'll have our own studio, and uh, you know, I stopped doing it because uh, I'm trying to go natural with the effects. I'm gonna get some toys over the holiday break. Oh, I'm nice. Gonna get funky with it. I want to get some bells and stuff, whistles. It's always good to get funky, you know. <laughs> yeah. I always say you're not doing anything wrong if you're getting funky. That's always uh, the meaning of life, really. (laughs) Yeah, it's very true. Very true. Uh, So, speaking of getting funky with it, uh, and this might be a little dark to start, but I don't know. uh, People are getting funky over the weekend down here in Colorado Springs, Mike. I don't know if you caught that action. (laughs) In the news. What? What happened? Whoa! Did something happen in Colorado? Yeah, you didn't see it on the news. Oh, uh, get the hate crime of the century. That's he right. He was totally out for the gay community. This is all because of Rand Paul and Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Oh, so you have right. heard of it? I heard about it. Is, yeah. Is that the reaction? I haven't uh, had time to really soak it in. Oh, dude, the left is unbelievable. The left-wing media right now is just like pigs at a trough, dude. <laughs> this this is the right-wing rhetoric bleeding through. Like, whoa, dude, what? Crazy. Can we not talk about what actually took place here? First off, first off, should never release the name. I don't want to hear anybody blame anybody on the Daily Wire because I love the fact that they will not say his name. You're talking about the shooter. The shooter. Right on. Great. What they do, what they did do for this one, is they're blowing up the hero's name. I noticed that. Right? Yeah. And I love that. I think that is what we need. We ne- I know it goes against like your left-wing fucking peace and harmony theory- like narrative, but <laughs> we need to know that there's like real men out there that are going to protect us. Yeah, this is right. a great absolutely. Uh has he been all over the national news? Like are you guys getting this action out in Chicago? Nowhere on the left the left wing me- So here's what kills me is all the left wing media I listen to, they use all three names of the killer. The first, middle and last name. And with, <laughs> with the right. hero, it's either Rich, Richie, Mr. Ferrer or whatever his name is. What's his name? Richard uh Fierro. Fierro, yeah. See, I, even I forgot, and I, I love the guy. You know what I mean? Like, no, oh, he's he's a great man, I'm an American hero, a veteran, a veteran. Um, and you know why he? You know how you know he's a true hero, a uh, veteran? Because <laughs> in the interview, it's not like, well, yeah, back when I was in Afghanistan, this was just like my mission, in, uh you know, oh yeah. No, no, he's like, yeah, I just did what I, uh, I don't know, I just reacted. I, I don't think I'm a hero or anything. I just kind of, you know, I loved his reaction. Oh, I got I got a whole news clip on him. Let's hear it. I'm a Play huge. It. I knew you wouldn't let me down. Well, Mike, I'm a huge fan of this guy. Immediately, I let it, I let the dust settle on this one. A lot of extremist talk on all sides 
during this over Dude, the weekend. We didn't even talk about it on Sunday. I I and didn't want to. Thank God we didn't because opinions have changed, right? Like the whole story. It's crazy. Yeah. Still, I don't actually don't know much about the killer's motive. I don't think anyone does. To be honest, yeah. he sounds like a fucking nut job. They had to change yeah, his name I, I ten don't think years he ago. Knows. Exactly. Look, right? the problem with these horrific incidents is is people are unwilling to accept the fact that amongst us are total nutjobs. Yeah. And they'll fly off the handle at any given point, and it may, there may yeah. be no specific hate target in these instances. You know, like, the, people, I feel like, need to have reason behind these insane moments in time, and, I, you know, it's either the FBI or... Uh, <laughs> No, you no, know, right. I don't psychopath. think uh, hatred for gays forces you to go shoot 25 people and kill five, right? And of which half of them weren't even gay or trans. Well, that's why I mean. it's, it's mental illness, right, has locked you into one thing that you then hyper-focused on. But it all stems from the mental illness. Absolutely. Right? One of the big problems, I really think the uptick in, like, school shootings, mass shootings, I attribute a lot of that to the fact that we don't have uh, mental asylums anymore. I'm, <laughs> I weirdly support your claim here, actually. As horrific yeah. as some of the things that you know did happen in these asylums, a lot of things went real south in society when we shut them down. Yeah, the problem is the left always, they throw out the baby with the bathwater. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> can't we just, you know, I don't know. Well, look. Getting rid of the <laughs> asylum altogether was not the point, right? Sending women there because they didn't like their husband anymore, that was wrong, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, Mike, when you got the money, come on, man. <laughs> be bitching, you know what I mean? <laughs> the bitches be bitching. Oh, man. All right, so I, uh, that's why I opened with Heroes today, Mike, on the show. It was I an, love that. In honor of this uh, true American hero, Richard Fierro, I'm a big supporter of everybody knowing this guy's name and yes. not the clown who decided to go into this place and shoot it up. And, you yeah. were a hero for one day, for sure. Absolutely. And look, if the moment happens, you know, I put yourself in the shoes of people in this room. Are you the Richard Fierro? You're not. The problem is, man, I have stood in I have stood in room after room after room and man after man after man to the man has said, ah, I would love to be in that situation because you know what? I would do what that guy did. No, you <laughs> wouldn't, dude. No. I've, you know, we I've been in situations where people have to act. You know what happens? Everybody fucking for themselves ducks and covers and look um yeah we always the big uh response to heroes and uh, you know gun situations is you need somebody the hero with the gun to save the day this guy ran at the shooter with his bare fists like a man oh, real man dude. oh i wish i was half the man this guy is oh my god yeah. this guy is we need to make a movie with every action star playing a part of his life you know, like Arnold as him yeah. as five, you know, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we just get all the action heroes, and this, at every age of this man's life, he's, he was just an, an enormous, massive freak of nature, <laughs> and just a superhuman hero of life. This guy, seriously, let, 
let's make a movie about this dude. Please get a Netflix yeah. special. That's Come on, be better folks. Than bros. <laughs> It'll definitely. I'll go see it three times, and then I'll bring my copy of Bros and uh, wipe my ass with it. Uh, <laughs> just to yeah. Heads off to you. <laughs> hey, true look, American hero. You know what, Mike? Speaking of Bros, uh, this guy was there um, protecting Bros. Yeah, he was there to support one of his friends who was gay, right? Yeah, and his daughter's boyfriend, who was straight, died. He was one of the victims here. Oh, God, that's terrible. It's an unbelievable story. This man is uh, a, a true hero. It, uh, you know what I, it kills me is how flippantly we tossed around the word hero in 2020 for anyone who wore a mask. <laughs> yeah, I know. I you know. know. All yeah, you- who's a real hero? The nurse that went to work? Yeah, that's what I was or, the, or this guy that fucking tackled a gunman? Yeah, well, this next clip goes out to all you so-called fucking heroes out there who had the time to make a TikTok video in 2020 when we were locked yeah. down. All you fucking <laughs> nurses, like, taking the mask off to show the, the scar around the face. You know what? The line. Or the hero at the gro- at King Supers uh, that year who turned around to Emma and I and said... <laughs> I'm wearing it for you. <laughs> Wear it for me. All right, hero. This here's a real hero. hero that wore a mask alone in their car. You <laughs> fucking. Well, you know, go take a moment and uh, ask. You know, Richard Fierro, what it's like to truly be a hero. This man is unbelievable. The story is guarantee incredible. he never wore a mask. <laughs> that's, well, that's the saddest part about the whole story, Mike. He tested positive for COVID afterwards. Every- <laughs> Everyone, has, everyone has to quarantine now. It's terrible. It's very sad. Uh, no camp can contain the balls of this man. <laughs> That's right, dude. This is a, this is a soldier, dude. Yeah. Uh, man, they don't make them like they used to. Uh, or uh, we just don't make enough of them anymore. So here we go. Uh, this is a true hero story. I, I'm actually, uh, this is a very sad and tragic event, but it's a little silver lining to it here. Alan, you talk to that man who took down the gunman. He doesn't want to be called a hero, but a lot of folks say he absolutely is. That's why he's a hero. Exactly. Well, many are. You know, here at this memorial tonight, Jim, there is a recognition that this could have been far worse, but for what Richard Fierro and another man did. Fierro is a veteran of the U.S. Army, a former major who did three tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. He recognized what was happening got up, started fighting, and didn't stop fighting. Richard Fierro what they don't tell you is that house. it was the Marines that were cross-dressing on the stage. Sorry, I had to throw <laughs> that joke out there. Sorry. <laughs> terrible timing. <laughs> I was mid-hit and on mute. My bad. You know, well played, sir. <laughs> he was there to support his gay Marine friends. <laughs> we can't talk about that, Mike. We love the Navy. Uh, don't ask, don't tell, right, guys? Come on. She has <laughs> <laughs> the fan. You want the army, let me tell you. <laughs> Absolutely, man. All right, here we go. His wife and daughter nursing injuries at home. I'm not a hero. I'm just some dude. Man. Their family has done things with the LGBTQ community before. We do the parade parade because we love our community. Doesn't matter LGBT, doesn't matter straight. I'm not, I'm, I'm straight. My, my kids are straight, but we go there. It was a good night at the club until the shooting and people like bartender Michael Anderson feared what was happening. When I thought that I was about to die, like there, there was, in my view, there was no one to stop him from where he was to where we were. It was just- 
key in on what this gentleman is saying. He said the thought in his mind was, we're about to die, and there's nothing between me and this gunman. Nobody to stop him. No one to stop him. This is a movie. I bet he wished he had a gun at that moment. Wow. Yeah. I... I think you're. I guarantee right. you, like that. That moment changed his view on the Second Amendment. At least self-defense, right? Yeah. Oh. You, you. It's better to have it and not need it. Absolutely. You don't want to be the guy that doesn't have it. You don't want to bring the knife to the gunfight. Ugh. God. Unless you got balls as big as Rich Fierro, then you, you just bring your balls. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the crap out of everyone with your nuts. If you're Richard Fierro. <laughs> like that South Park, dude, you just ride them into the battle. You know what I mean? That's actually how I imagine this happened. Uh, Richard Fierro just rolled in on his nutsack and just started whooping ass. <laughs> and then he asked questions. He's like, is there a shooting? What's going on here? <laughs> These are army balls. Don't worry. <laughs> you're all safe. I kick ass when I walk through the door. Then I figure out what's going on. <laughs> guy's a freaking hero man this guy jacks me up man i want to go out there and fight some bad guys where's batman <laughs> somebody attack norwich we haven't even got to the juice here man the meat of the story it's still coming yeah. this oh this is the matter of time fiero and another patron thomas james subdued the gunman i grabbed him by the back of his little cheap ass armor thing <laughs> and i pulled him down the young man that was that was late, he was hiding there had jumped up with me. I don't know if he helped pull me, pull him down or not. I have no idea. Fierro using the suspect's gun against him. I just kept wailing on him, and I told the kid in front of me, "Kick him in." His he tackled this gunman without a gun, and then beat him with his own gun. Oh God, <laughs> this guy is. Where's Marvel? You can't even write a comic hero like this, man. Uh, this is incredible. They yeah, here's what happened. You walked into a situation thinking you were in a video game. You ran into real life, and its name was Rich Fierro. <laughs> dude, he beat him with he his own freaking... handled you, dude. Took your gun away. Can you imagine you got body armor and a semi-automatic rifle, and the dude pulls you down with his bare hands and then just He pulled you down you by your body armor and then made fun of it for being cheap body armor. <laughs> Just beats oh. the shit out of you with this fucking gun. <laughs> Man, getting hit by a gun, that's no simple thing going on here. I mean, there's a lot of damage occurring, okay? There's a lot of damage. A gun is very deadly, even without the bullets. I like the fucking mentality of Richard Fierro. I now have your yeah. weapon in my possession. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to beat you to a bloody pulp. <laughs> You're right. I have the gun to kill you, but I don't even. I, no, 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 no. I want no. you to go to trial. No, I want you to live, but first, but first, I'm going to destroy you. I'm gonna pay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, God! Oh my! This guy's amazing. You know what that is, man? You know what that is? You know what this killer's lucky? This killer's lucky. Rich Rich Fierro follows the Geneva Convention, and as soon as you were disarmed, <laughs> he didn't kill you. Wow! Good call. You know. That's right. Instilled, it was instilled in his brain that once he was unarmed, he didn't kill him. And you can hear it in the man's voice. He wanted to kill you. 
<laughs> well, the best thing the best thing he says is like you keep hearing in his story. I, you know, I don't really know. I think that's dude. This man that that's army training. You're I know right. I'm joking about, it, but that is literally this man went into soldier mode. Yes, and he probably really doesn't remember. Absolutely, he just did exactly like like I always tell people. The one thing I'm afraid of is heights. But the army got me to jump out of a plane because. When you're up there, they got you to the point where you just followed the orders, the motions, and like before you knew it, you just did it. Your brain didn't even have time to think. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're so good at programming you. Yeah, you're a killing machine, man. You are. He, no, you're not. He was not a killing machine. He didn't kill him. See? He's a disarming machine. Excellent call. I am the idiot, from as the, always. Uh, Iraq War. Ah, good call, we became, Mike. Instead of a killing machine, we became an occupying machine. I knew you were going to love this story. I, I, I love it. I, oh, everything man. Everything about it. Everything, everything the guy did, the way yes. he reacted, you yes. know what I mean? Oh, it's, it's like fantastic. great. Yes, You know? Oh, I'm not kidding. I'm doing push-ups right now, dude. I'm so jacked. It's unbelievable. What happened when a bad guy came in with a gun? A good guy took the gun. <laughs> yes! He took it out of his hands and he beat him like a... Dude, seriously, this is like... Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, I know they've done these moves in their movie with, you know, and it's timed and precise with stunt doubles and all this stuff. This guy's the real fucking deal. He really did it. With his life on the line for real. Like, that's the whole thing. It's like, this guy could have lost it all. Joe Biden, you want to win some points with the voters? Make this man an honorary hero. You think this guy voted for Joe Biden? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> do something with this You really think this, this guy voted for Joe Biden? I... I'm no, definitely not. This guy definitely voted for Trump. He for sure voted for Trump. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say this guy's a conservative. I bet he voted for Babert. Show wing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I, hey, we already said he's got big balls. Of course, they pushed him towards Babert. <laughs> that's you know? right. Dude. All right, let's continue down this hero's path. Richard Fierro, you monster. Oh, oh man. Hats hey, off. Keep, keep I, I salute you. <laughs> the, the performers uh, walked by or was running by, and I told her, kick this guy, kick this guy. And she took her high heel and stuffed it in his face. It <laughs> gave people time to escape as they fought. I don't know who it is, but they saved my life. I got to kill this guy. He's going to kill my kid. He's going to kill my wife. He ended up killing my, my daughter's boyfriend. Raymond Green Vance and the family is mourning, along with the rest of the five killed. I wish I could have done more, okay? But wow. those people aren't God, home tonight. That's a hero. I am. Yes. Thomas James has not come forward oh. publicly yet, but Mayor the other guy has come forward today yeah. said that what Fierro had done probably saved a lot of lives. And rarely, he said, had he talked with anyone so humble. Fierro compared to what happened like war, he said, and that everybody who was inside Club Q is going to have to deal with that now. In Colorado Springs. Wow. Yeah, hero, dude. Wish I could have done more. Dude, God bless you, man. That's what we need. We need more men like that. Yeah, I'm like. Do you want to run for Congress? Oh, you know what? <laughs> he just signed his ticket right there, man. Yeah, dude. That is beautiful, man. Beautiful. I read so many articles about this guy uh, today. I absolutely just, I, I, I'm you know, you never get the obsessed. hero you wanted, but man, that's the hero we need. You know, this is Captain America shit, man. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Former army and the guy fucking just ah, it's beautiful in a bar and just kicks this guy's ass and like 
Did you heard him? He was like calling out commands out of the people. Hey, you, come here, kick him in the face, you know? And he's yeah, like, yeah, hold him down. All right, I'm going to beat him to a pulp. Okay, hold him down, you know? Where's my no, shield? Get my shield. You know what I mean? Dude, like, he took guy. command of the situation and fucking resolved yes. the problem. You know what I mean? Like, that is just textbook beautiful, man. Absolutely. Huge, huge fan. Uh, this could have been a bigger tragedy. It could have been such a worse situation. Uh, and in second, you know, Frank, you know, we, we have the Hall of Hacks, dude. We got to start it up. Hall of Heroes. Yes. F- first one, dude. Rich Fierro. You're in our yes. Hall of Heroes. Hey-o, yeah. You're my, hero. You're my hero. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. Hall of Heroes, Richard Fierro. Seriously. Incredible story. Um, Very tragic, very sad, but uh, look. Could have been way worse. I almost think, um, as I was perusing the news today, I felt like, well, they're really hammering home the hero story. I'm starting to to think uh, behind the scenes, they know they have to drop the hate crime story. Oh. What do we got on our head? We got a pivot. Yeah, because you do have a hate crime. They're pushing hard on the hate crime, but Is it's- the killer white? I really can't figure that out. So I was reading today, he allegedly or apparently changed his name um, because his family has some bizarre crime or criminal history. Then he moved uh, here. It's all weird stuff. He's a piece of shit. He's yeah. a piece of shit and he's a weirdo. He comes from a bad family, probably got mental problems and drug use issues and what have you. And you know what I mean? Probably some antidepressants in the mix. They usually are. Yeah. So. Who knows? Who cares? In fact, I don't even know the fucking guy's name. I've read so much about Richard Fierro. I'm yeah, a, I know. I don't even want to say his name. I'm a little happier about that. Yeah. I think that's how we should do it with school shootings and mass shootings. You know? For sure. And, uh, you know, I was a little skeptical of it because remember the hero of Uvalde? Who was the hero of Uvalde? Wasn't that the dude who... Oh, the dude that ran it. He got the shotgun from (laughs) the the barber. Yeah, the shotgun from the barber. From the barber while he was getting a haircut, dude. (laughs) dude. Ah, Jim, give me the shave. Normal shave. Got a fucking text from his wife. (laughs) Grabbed the barber's shotgun, ran in, killed the shooter. <laughs> what happened to that? <laughs> T- turned out to be 100% bullshit. <laughs> Do you remember what the story ended up being? No. There was a man who was a sheriff, who, or who, or there was a man who was a border patrol agent, and he was getting a haircut, and he heard, the, he heard about what was going on, so he right. ran to the scene. That's right. And everybody was already in place and he didn't do anything. That's right. So. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> so. He joined the Hall of Hacks with Ghost of Kiev. The Ghost of. We'll hit it for post. Kiev! Kiev. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, so, you know, I'm highly skeptical of the story, of the hero story. And so, in all scenarios, 
and I've been kind of thinking about this, maybe this was a really well played out hero story, man. What I mean, he's ex. Uh, he's involved in military, right? He could be working. Uh, you know. Ooh, I like the angle. And look, personal victim, not a family member. Twenty twenty. <laughs> 22-year-old boyfriend of the daughter? Come on, what dad wouldn't want to fucking uh, bump off the, the boyfriend of the daughter? All right, all right, I'll be the hero. But this yeah. kid, Derek, he's got to be one you of gotta them. You got to whack this kid out of my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's a piece of shit. He's dragging down my daughter. They're going to get married oh, soon. Good call. Get him out before they get uh, knocked good up. Good call. <laughs> the, guy, the guy literally just spent his life savings on a drum set for his band. <laughs> you got to kill Derek. <laughs> Look, I don't care who you take out. Save my family. You take out the boyfriend. All right? We got yourself. You got a deal. Listen, four f- plus Derek, it still looks like a hate crime. All right? <laughs> See my angle here, man? I'm kind of, I'm seeing a little bit of like a, you know, this is kind of a false flag kind of thing going on here. I could see how this guy, uh, this hero. It turned out one of the gay menace is like a uh, accountant. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, a, his lawyer, his accountant, say, lawyer. and his daughter's boyfriend, they all got killed at the, this one. It's the lawyer who's banging his wife on the side, and he knows it. <laughs> I'll get you. Get this all of you. This is a little too convenient. <laughs> I'm just saying. You, you know, every time there's a hero story, we should always be a little bit skeptical. And this is... A phenomenal hero story, man. Yeah, but he's army, so I'm going to let it slide. You're my brother in arms, baby. I know you will let it slide, but I, Conspiracy Nutjob, will in fact hammer further into the fact that I believe... uh, Frank, have you ever heard the song, The Army Keeps Rolling Along? Um, I may not be too familiar. I'm sure you've brought it up before. Why is that? <laughs> are you about to are you about to regale us and some song? Uh, it's some pretty dance? much it's the army Sorry. song. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and I, I, you know, it just it's it's. Huh, I won't play it for you, but I'm, I'm just saying. If you got it, I'm always down to hear it, unless it's you know, you know, typically got a ninety second. Because forever, you know, moments. wherever you may go, you will always know that the army. It goes rolling along, you know. That's, That's very pretty nice. much the, yeah. pretty much the basis of it. That's all I gotta. That's beautiful. Yeah. You want to hear it? You should play it a little. If you got it, I think I can play it. If this I can is... figure this out, can you hear this it? It's lovely. Yes. Oh, I never heard it with a violin. It's very dramatic. Actually, right? yeah. Ooh. Chilling now almost. For a feature presentation it should oh, be like yeah. a drum. Yeah, a little drum, a little bass. Oh, yeah. oh there we go. Oh, these guys are going quite, quite thematic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, sign me up, Sam. <laughs> Uncle Sam, that is. This is so good. This is great. We didn't have to memorize the whole thing. Oh, yeah, here we go. 
nation's flight and the army goes rolling along. Yeah. We just have to sing this. We have done fighting till the battle's won. <laughs> this is great. We have enough of this in our society now. Hi, hi, hey. The army's on its way. Yeah. Kid, it's on Come on, dude. Oh, man. You beat that? Nah, I just signed up. I think I uh, I can't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel so patriotic. Hi, hi, hey. The army's on its way. <laughs> you know what I mean? No matter where you go. But we have units that can land anywhere in the world in 48 hours. That's incredible. Boots on the ground, 48 hours. Anywhere in the world. And that's not including our secret black military that we have. Oh, right? that's the people that are already there. <laughs> <laughs> they instigated the war. Now we're going to bring the boots on the ground. They're the ones that are there, they started the war that then brought the boots <laughs> on the ground. That's right. Don't you know how we work yet? Yeah, it makes sense, for sure. Who do you think overthrew the government in the first place in that <laughs> shitty country? Come on, Frank! <laughs> oh, dude, you want to hear the funniest story? Absolutely. Dude, so I realized that uh, we definitely come from, like, the most Italian Chicago household ever. Oh, yikes. All right. Because I said something that Dad says all the time. <laughs> oh, no. And somebody at work was like, where the fuck did you hear that from? And, like, I had to think about it, and I was like, I don't know. And then I realized it was Dad, and they're like, dude, that... Like, dude, our dad is literally just, like, a large Italian man from Chicago. That's right. Who's the loudest man on the work site. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> what I said was this guy kept singing and talking, and I go, oh, oh, who put a quarter in this guy? You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's also the most dated term in the history of terms, man. Like, nobody carries a Dude, quarter or puts a quarter that in that's something Dad always says? Oh, yeah. Like, I meant to say it. Like, I meant it to be funny, but I didn't realize, like, yeah, that's definitely, like, the most Italian... Like, that is, like, a Chicago-Italian thing, you know? Like, oh! Who put a quarter in this guy? That's <laughs> 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 uh, so funny, man. Oh, I... You know, it's a Chicago and East Coast kind of thing. I love the big, loud, obnoxious Italian guy. Huge fan. But I realize I'm slowly turning it. Like, literally, the, like, I, like that same day, I remember telling this guy, he's, like, coming in with this, like, cart of stuff, right? Oh, yeah. He's like, hey, you want it over here? And I go, oh, why would I want it over there if I'm standing over here? <laughs> <laughs> go, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, you just slowly become that guy, right? Yeah, and not only that, but you're becoming the culture of where you have grown up and lived in for so long, right? You're like a part of that Chicago thickness. Is it like no matter how much you make fun of it, you still become it? Yeah, there's an there's an attitude to live in there, and you certainly don't need that same attitude to survive in, let's say, Denver. So nobody develops yeah, that right. kind of thick skin, and so everybody at, in Chicago has a thick skin and if you're soft and you show up there you stick out like a sore thumb dude one guy at work called another guy at work a bitch <laughs> yeah. 
And the other guy got pissed off, and he literally comes into the other room. He's like, oh, can you believe this guy? So sensitive. <laughs> he, literally, like, he literally just looked at him and said, hand me the hammer, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, can you believe this guy? <laughs> so sensitive. I don't call him a bitch. What's going on? I, I call that guy a bitch. What's his problem? <laughs> What's his problem? Looks at me like I'm the asshole. It's not like I said I fucked his mom. What's going on? Oh. <laughs> I really wanted to offend him. I told him go home and get a shine box. You know what I'm <laughs> You know what? It makes me um, feel at least a, a little bit more positive about where we're heading culturally than, you know, where you can still have real life moments and someone turns around and says, you're like, what's up that guy's ass? You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> Dude, I feel like uh, in the union, I'm like home. It's, good, it's just good. like real men. You know what I mean? And like, Yeah, well, yeah. they're few and far between and, you know, hard to come by these days. And uh, let's not forget, this whole debacle in the Springs happened uh, at a drag show, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the the men, there's not a lot of men anymore in this society. And the men who are out there and who are outspoken, they get destroyed. Destroyed. So, that's kind of uh, the world we're living in for men. And it's kind of refreshing to, you know, have... Let's just say, uh, what is it, locker room conversation from time to time with some guys. Because you need those men that are going to go out there in the freezing cold and the fucking wind and build that building, you know? Yes. Like, there's just nobody else that's going to do it except that guy that is going to bust his ass till 2 o'clock and then go home and drink, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's what you want. I don't know. I always tell people it's the greatest thing I ever heard in my life. Uncle Ga is the smartest guy ever. He's run, he's he's a full time mechanic who runs a landscaping business, and his he's always said it about employees. He goes, "If they show up, that's fifty percent of the battle. Oh, they show up on time, you just won eighty <laughs> percent." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, man. This whole thing was like that extra 20%. I don't even care what you do. You showed up on time. Like, that is, you're better than 80%, you know? I honestly can't even get people to show up on time. It's a, uh, please show up. And then, what's If you're a manager or something, it's a constant battle. Just show up. Constant Uh, battle. Body shows up, success. Successful day. That's what our guy always says. I don't even care if your brain's there. Just bring your body. Oh, same. I'm the same way with everything. And honestly... We'll get get you coffee, and by the time you get to the first house, you'll be ready to go. I literally have a 30-minute grace period where I don't even call you or text you 30 minutes past where you should be here. Damn. That's so nice. Just show up, please. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm going to text you politely 30 minutes late, and you're probably passed out, hungover, (laughs) and you're going to be like, oh, sorry, dude. And I'll just say, get here safely, please, and then get out of here. Do your job. Dude, uh, so we start at 6 o'clock, right? Yeah. And we're done at 2. So, like, 10 o'clock is mid midday, right? Oh, yeah. This kid, showed, this kid called at 
Hey, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to come in today. Oh, man. Or he always says, bud, hey, bud, I don't think I'll be able to come in today. Like, yeah, and the, the, the foreman goes, yeah, we figured. Like, what do you mean, dude? <laughs> <laughs> you live 45 minutes away. You're going to call it at 11.15, I'm going to tell you to come in, you're going to come here for two hours and just be pissy and moaning, you know what I mean? Like, no. I fucking pay you. I, you know, you sh- I imagine he's not going to make it much longer. No. You shouldn't, right? I don't know. Uh, nowadays, I feel like nobody wants to work, uh, and even if they're, they don't have a job. If they have the job, they're taking advantage of the COVID stuff, getting the free yeah. days off. I'm still seeing the COVID shit. We had a guy take off two weeks. Uh, he tested three different times positive for COVID. Oh, sorry, I'm still out. Came back with a great tan. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No. <laughs> I heard COVID does that. Yeah. Yeah, you get a fantastic tan. He also, his hair was beaded. <laughs> it had the beads in it. I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> Must be something the doctors uh, suggested. Yeah, I think the nurses do that in the emergency room. <laughs> well, speaking of emergency rooms, Mike, they're filling up. No. Good. It's coming back, baby! No! Oh, mask up! Uh, yeah, man. They're 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 at uh. So I, <laughs> I got this clip, man. They are saying that the hospitals, man, they're filling up two hundred percent. Mike, no, no, wait, three hundred percent beyond capacity. I think we're gonna have to bring in that ship they brought in to the uh, New York Harbor during COVID. The one they never used? Yeah, we might need it this time, actually. Yeah. Uh, could you... To look at it, or, like, actually... Oh, we got all these sick <laughs> kids, man. Did you hear about all the sick kids? <laughs> no. That's the kids. Now we gotta really be scared, dude. It's the kids. See, that's where they fucked up with COVID. <laughs> right? Exactly. Uh, have they you... learned from their mistakes. Have you heard of RSV? Yeah, you should always RSV like before an event, just so like they know you're coming. That way, they can get a good head count. Hey, oh yeah, that's what I yeah. always tell people. Yeah. Actually. <laughs> At least seventy-two hours beforehand. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, this fucking viral uh, lung disease look, or whatever. I, I had no idea it was such a big deal, and I had no idea our hospitals were at capacity. Uh, oh, this yeah. is COVID part two, dude. I can't believe it, but. Uh, Let's see how this comes out here. Hospitals across the country are being pushed to the limit. Emergency rooms are filling up with cases of COVID-19, the flu, and RSV. Triple The respiratory damage. virus that can make children under a year old extremely sick. There have been days when we've had 30 to 40 children uh, waiting in our emergency departments, waiting for an inpatient bed. Wow. Um, and and uh, that's unprecedented. In New England, cases of RSV are down, 40, but yeah. flu is up. Some hospitals in Boston say their pediatric ICUs are maxed out. The backup begins in the emergency room. We have large numbers of patients who are in the emergency department awaiting a bed, many for 12, even sometimes more than 24 plus hours. Another complication, a national shortage of drugs like amoxicillin, an antibiotic used to treat bacterial infections, which can be triggered by respiratory viruses. Some of our providers are prescribing alternatives, parents 
are very frustrated because they have to call or go to a number of pharmacies before they can find the medication. The advice from doctors for Thanksgiving, take a rapid test before getting together with family. Yeah. Consider wearing a mask, mask. if you are vulnerable. Increase ventilation and stay at home stay if at you home. are feeling sick. See, dude, I don't think this is COVID, too. You know what this is. What is it? Like, like COVID already had the three-part series, right? Yeah. This is The Hobbit. Because RSV already oh. existed before COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. So this is kind of like, you know, the prequel Good to the series. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, this is the Hobbit series now. We're going to get three, three RSV. Wow. You know? That's a great call. I, I like that comparison. Yeah. Uh, Who they got on this? James Cameron? Is he running this? <laughs> this is uh, the Jackson fella. Peter <laughs> Jackson. Peter Jackson is in charge. Um, get the fuck out of here with this bullshit nobody thank 30 you, thank kids you. was that in the whole world in the whole nation or are we talking my city what, how many people are dying we got bodies in the streets what's going on here yeah what happened this is nonsense you do you notice at the beginning they try to toss in the trip triple demic they're really uh hell-bent they on this try that. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work it's so weird they keep sneaking it in every now and then really it's, try it. it's like when you read an article in NPR, and at the last paragraph, it says top of mind. You're like, oh, come on, really, again? Yes, it's not really there, guys, you know? You're not going to make me use it. You're not going to make me use it, yeah. It I'm sounds weird. It. it doesn't roll off the tongue. Not the tip of the tongue, you know? So you notice they are, <laughs> you see that? They're throwing in the masks, staying at home. Don't kill grandma now. Come on, man. Well, now you could kill grandma and your nephew at the same time. Yeah, this is a win-win for a lot Triple of people. Timing. Yeah, you, know? you could kill a lot of people just in one sneeze. It's unbelievable. Man, <laughs> we need people to die. Too many people. We hit a billion. I saw that. Yeah, eight billion. As if we could actually count. Get the fuck out of here. So what would be your guess? Over, under, eight billion for real? I think we don't have the faintest clue. That's what I'm saying. What would be your guess? The best thing I ever heard was, uh, like, 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 where did you get the numbers for sure? What's that? Like, did you go to the Mogadishu record hall? <laughs> right, right. You got you went to the Census Bureau of Sri Lanka. <laughs> you know. Yeah. How about our own census? I think that's pretty accurate. How close is our census? Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, I mean, did you go to Honduras? Where they they have people fleeing every day, other people being killed. I mean, what about these countries where the leaders of these countries don't even count their people as people? <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's right. <laughs> what did their census bureau come up with? I mean, I, I don't know, man. It's such a such an arbitrary fucking number. We can't even count votes in Maricopa County, let alone the <laughs> amount of people worldwide. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, too, who are we touché. kidding? <laughs> who are we kidding here? I'll, get, I'll tell you what. I'll believe you're 8 billion people when you can count Maricopa County in 24 hours. Let's call that a deal. I'll give you 72 for the weekend. You know? Give me by Friday for Maricopa County. <laughs> when I cracked that beer Friday night, I want to know who won. <laughs> You have you have a hundred percent tally on Maricopa County by Friday. Okay, I'll I'll take your eight billion count. I'll take it. But till yeah, you then, guys, you guys can't count nothing, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Get the fuck out of here, then. <laughs>
You counted the people in the Amazon? Uh, oh, yeah. What about all the nomadic tribes that are still roaming the, the earth? Fuck out of here, <laughs> uh, My favorite list to look at at the end of every year is uh, there's this list that they put out of all the animals that they thought were extinct that they found. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And it's like, dude, every year it's hundreds, thousands of animals. You know? Some that are like, like there was just recently a fucking, like, uh, I forgot what kind of whale it was, but they thought it was extinct for like 30,000 years or whatever, and they they found them. There was a woolly mammoth like 200 years ago. Oh, yeah, woolly mammoth. <laughs> no, not 200 years ago. I swear to God, they like found one that was from like 1800 something. Teddy Roosevelt killed the last one. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's right. And you know what? The mammoth had a gun, and Roosevelt tackled him and beat him with his <laughs> own gun. It was unbelievable. Was Rich Fierro there? What's going on? This guy from the future? <laughs> Unfortunately, the woolly mammoth killed his girlfriend's boyfriend at the time. It was odd. Spirit, spirit, spirit with the tusk. <laughs> Odd. Very odd. <laughs> too soon to joke about that, but you're going to hell. It's terrible. <laughs> Can we just talk about how the, like, literally, it's like the most manly fantasy of all time to just, like, run at a guy with a fucking semi-automatic strap and heat and ammo and the... And then you know, play it off cool. That's the best part, dude. I would have been all over it. Uh, put me on the billboard. My name is Hero Mike. Dude. Um, Hero? That's my middle name. You know? <laughs> Hero? No, that's just what I had for lunch, actually. It's just a sandwich. <laughs> me? I'm a legend. <laughs> you know what they say? Heroes are remembered. <laughs> Legends right. never die. Yeah, some say I'm the Babe Ruth of gay nightclubs. <laughs> Not me. I'm a humble guy. Did you see the picture of me pointing at the door before he walked in? <laughs> Called it. <laughs> He's pointed to the left field door. He's coming through there. I'm going to tackle him. Not the, I said it. Not the east door. It's coming in the west. Dude, seriously, the hero story is so—it's almost too unbelievable, dude. I'm telling you, I—the more we even, the more I sit here and think about it, the more we <laughs> talk about it, and unfortunately joke about it. Uh, I'm starting <laughs> to think that this might have been a fucking phenomenal setup. And the biggest score out of the whole thing is this dude got to knock off his fucking daughter's boyfriend. This is unbelievable. It's <laughs> a jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they like a top it off. You find out the boyfriend was a son of a senator who was also working for Burisma, taking money from Ukraine. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh man, give it two years and CBS will report it. It'll be good. <laughs> hey yo, lay up. <laughs> Did you see that floating around? It took them two fucking years to do the Hunter story. Like, dude, actually, it took them actually, so long that the story became how long it took you guys to report <laughs> on right. it. Everybody else was reporting on how long it took you guys to talk about it. You know, it's like when me and you come out here and make fun of our parents because they just heard about something. You know, <laughs> right. they just heard about COVID coming from the lab. <laughs> you know? Oh man, that's fucking great, dude. Yeah, they, I, it's it's the, it's the story as old as time, and the cover up is always worse than the crime. The Hunter Biden laptop was not as bad as you guys covering it up. I mean, the Hunter you know? the Hunter laptop's pretty bad. You think so? Yeah, it's got the crack, the underaged uh, whores. Uh, he's got the illegal guns. Here's uh, my question, right? So, to me and you, it looks bad, right? Sure. But there's no way that's bringing Joe Biden down politically because all he's got to do is walk into that room with there's no cameras, right? Look at everybody in there and say, <laughs> which one of you doesn't have a laptop? Wow. Good call. So, me and you don't have a laptop, right? I might have like one old picture of an old girlfriend's titties on my laptop. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's like, a great call. What do you, you know, but I don't have me with Russian hookers and like, you know, there's no picture of, yeah, there's no picture of, uh, Molly Obama's credit card with, uh, my lines of cocaine, uh, dished out for me. Um, I can never afford cocaine. I barely afford weed. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Coke is a rich man's drug. Uh, you know, the Hunter thing is so funny because I don't think people connect Hunter to Joe. Like he's like they've this, done a good job of separating it. Like yeah, does the that make sense? Does not believe he had anything to do with it. Well, I'll I'll even give a good comparison. Uh, Don Junior is connected to the hip to the Don himself. You know what I mean? They're like the same yeah. guy almost, according to the media. So Don Junior making money in Saudi Arabia really. I mean, they kind of tried to blow it up, but they couldn't. <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> the Hunter Biden laptop. There's really uh, Hunter Biden going to Ukraine and making money is really not anything outside the norm. So it's the laptop that kills them. It's the laptop, the drugs, and the underage hookers that are Chinese and yeah. Russian. And Obama. And, and Obama's daughter. And, uh, <laughs> which we don't like to talk about. What else? Like, I I think the fact that, and I think we went over the clip, the Republicans are going to go after Biden, but I think mostly Hunter over the connections to the Chinese and the Russians and how that kind of played an influence over the Biden administration. And maybe even when Joe Biden was vice president, a lot of the shit is from when he was vice president, which is what makes it so fucked up. I mean, the amount of influence that this money laundering and these escapades through Hunter with the Chinese and the Russians could have had on the then vice president of the United States for eight years. Man, a lot of things could have happened there. Yeah. We could be Dude, looking you at know some what treason. I saw which blew my fucking mind? Huh. 
I totally forgot all about it. It was like eight years ago. Was it eight years ago? No, it couldn't have been. It was like the beginning of Trump's presidency. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was back when Zelensky was a corrupt <laughs> president. <clears throat> was a very corrupt, yes. <clears throat> corrupt president in a very corrupt country. Everyone right? forgets this. We were anti-Ukraine during Trump's years. We were uh, all about how they're all Nazis there. So there's the video of Trump and Zelensky meeting, right? Oh, yeah. And Zelensky, right. in his broken English, tells him, Oh, Mr. Trump, we stayed at your hotel. It was the most beautiful hotel. You know, and he, like, really kisses <laughs> his ass. And then I saw all these clips of, like, the left-wing media just destroying Zelensky <laughs> and how he's, like, this fucking Nazi fucking ass-kisser. You know what I mean? He's a comedian, first Dude, off. Actor. That's, like, five years ago, and now he's the hero of the left. Yeah, well, he grew the beard out, so everyone forgot, right? Shook hands with the Jews, first off. Oh, man. Right? You better watch your words there, Kyrie, all right? I'm just saying, man, everything (laughs) these guys are saying started to add up. A couple Jews went over there, shook his hand, he made peace. I try to stay out of that dirty water, but uh, did you see Kyrie? What's up? Oh, Kyrie's back in the NBA now. Yeah, good. He should have never been kicked out. I was catch you know Bob Costas he has a show on uh, HBO it's like a, a sports kind of based roundtable I kind of enjoy Who's it Bob Costas I remember you know, the name he, Bob Costas is a famous sports announcer uh, he does mostly baseball now I would say was uh, he on Fox yeah in the he morning? Bob Costas was everywhere if you looked up a picture remember Fox thing in the morning was that him that was Bob Surratt Surratt. Yeah. No, 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 the sports guy. He might have been sports on NBC, actually. If I, oh, NBC. Yeah. All right. Fox and uh, Thing in the Morning, though, was Bob Surratt and Marianne Murciano. Murciano. Who uh, was a Greatest total... Greatest team ever. She was a total babe back then, man. Yeah. That was a great show. That was a really fun <laughs> thing to wake up to in the morning, you know? It was, like, on at 7... And it was right before you were leaving, you know, and that was good stuff. They were funny. Yeah, they were funny. But uh, Bob Costas, he had on this guy, Bomani Jones. I don't know if anyone is familiar with Bomani Jones, but he's a sports uh, writer, and he does a lot of uh, guest appearances on several of the Sports Center shows and ESPN shows and what have you, like Around the Horn. And uh, he was on there, and this uh, I caught it yesterday, and it's kind of funny because it was from the 11th, which was, what, a week ago or so? And yeah. he goes on this incredible rant how Kyrie Irving will never play basketball again. In fact, he was predicting Kyrie Irving would never lace up gym shoes for a professional basketball organization. And 11 days later, he's on the Nets. And about six days later or so, his uh, suspension is, yeah, 11 days later, his suspension is lifted. Yeah, of course he is, because you want to win. You don't care what he says. You know, it's not even win. You want people to pay for the seats. Have you tried to buy basketball seats lately? Tickets to a ball game are pretty pricey. You need some big names on your team in order to get fans to show up for those tickets. So true. Look at the game we went to. Like we went because LeBron. It was LeBron versus the Nuggets, man. Dude, the Nuggets. 
Joe, Lo- Joe Gitch or whatever. You had two MVP talents playing off against each other. Yeah, one won the MVP. Yes, that's right. LeBron is definitely on his decline. He had one MVP and one. <laughs> LeBron, dude, his legacy. See, the problem with MVP is it's most. You know, not top three, but the most. So yeah. only one can hold that spot. LeBron, you're a close second, maybe. Probably not. Third. He's a former third. MVP. He's been MVP a few times. Yeah, in his prime. In his prime. He's definitely not in his prime now. But those are the tickets you go to see. You know, if you're Brooklyn Nets, there's no way those are cheap tickets. And I assume people would pay more money to go see Kyrie and Kevin Durant play and not just Kevin Durant and a bunch of schlubs, which is essentially what the Nets have going on over there. I was literally trying to think of one other player on that team, and I can't. There's a fantastic article in The Athletic, I think. I think. Maybe I saw it in uh, Bleacher Report. I can't remember who the original publication was, but it's uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, he got interviewed after his team suffered like a 59-point blowout or something like that to the Sacramento Kings of all teams. And it's a great interview, and he just talks about, hey, look, you know, what do you expect? You're seeing Kevin Durant, and then he lists off five guys I couldn't even remember the names of. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what do you, what do you think you're getting? You're getting your money's worth. You're definitely getting your money's worth. He's right. Yeah. It's a it's a product and it's a business. And for anyone who's too sensitive to handle the fact that Kyrie simply just tweeted out a link to a website, uh, you know, people need to check themselves. And what I found great about this Bob Costas show and the uh, whole thing, this Bomani Jones guy goes on this rant, and then Bob Costas uh, kind of really easily slips in the fact that you know the link Kyrie posted was to Amazon shouldn't everyone be mad at Jeff Bezos they never took down the movie you For, can still buy yeah, it Jeff Bezos is allowing this video on his website but everyone's mad at Kyrie for tweeting the link to the website it's... yeah it sounds more like you're mad at him because he didn't stand with you with the vaccine and you're Bingo. still attacking him yes right absolutely and I want to call the attention to everybody out there that there are two teams, one in football and one in basketball, who are publicly having miserable seasons, and the talent that they surrounded themselves with abandoned them this year, and the management and ownership are not really assisting them in having a good season. That is both Kyrie for the Nets and Aaron Rodgers for the Green yeah. Bay Packers. And Dude, That's like their worst season ever. And what do both guys have in common, Mike? Unvaccinated. Not just unvaccinated. Gotta play ball. Well, they were anti-vaxxers, man. Yeah, you gotta play ball with the... Well, you know. Isn't that pretty clear? <laughs> gotta fall in line with the Jews, you know? Oh, man, that's the end of this podcast. No doubt. <laughs> ah, come on, dude. I'm starting to agree with Kanye and these guys. Like, dude, it's pretty obvious. You guys made it too obvious, you know? I wouldn't go. Two as- things I can't say on YouTube is the <laughs> Jews run everything and the COVID shots don't work. It's two things that everybody kind of knows is true, right? Yeah. Well, it's interesting how the censorship works and what it works against and for and who it works for. Yeah. 
So the fact that you can't talk about um, adverse reactions to the vaccine, otherwise you get kicked off of major platforms, or you also can't talk about the fact that uh, maybe this whole multi-gender movement, transgender thing is kind of negatively affecting kids, right? You're not allowed to talk about that. Can't say any of it. Dr. Drew got kicked off for saying that. Big deal. Big no-no. Dr. Drew got kicked off for saying that. Myo the the cases of myocarditis might be slightly more for vaccinated than people who just ha- had COVID. Ooh, all right. It's terrible, dude. You can't even question that. <laughs> like, come on. That. No, no. I'm just saying it's funny how. And then you're right. Let's say the third thing then is any conversation about nefarious, um, you know, plans or actions by a certain religious organization namely the Jews yeah. <laughs> and it's very funny that I just think it's kind of funny like Kyrie Irving right like you know me I'm not really into like the whole reparations thing and everything right but that's right Kyrie Irving Kyrie Irving is a is a is a black man playing in a league that wouldn't let him in you know 50 years ago good call yeah right absolutely 40 years ago what what, what were they playing while, you know I was even in the '90s. Jordan talks about the shit that they were. He was hearing while on the court, mostly in Boston. I hear it's mostly typically Boston. Boston. <laughs> yeah, but dude, the come Celtics on! In fans. the '90s, that was more than Boston. Sure, and yeah, absolutely. That was the players. I, I imagine that as was well. everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, saying everybody, it's yeah. like, and these guys had to just deal with it and play. Yeah, right. Absolutely. And now this player says one thing about the Jews, and that's it. He's kicked out the league. You know what I mean? It's like you guys can't just deal with it and move on. It, it tells you who's really in charge. You know, it really does. You proved his point. You protested so much that it proved his point. It's the Barbara Streisand effect, right? You called so much attention to it just by uh, trying to delete it. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Well, Mike, believe it or not, we are at that hour break. I don't care where you are. This is the fastest hour in the universe. In the universe. <laughs>